Welcome to Saving Grace, a podcast ministry of Grace Center for Spiritual Development and Grace School of Theology. Many of our podcasts are accompanied by downloadable study guides and additional resources. You can access those either through our website at gsot.edu forward slash center or through the Grace app for your smartphone. And now, Saving Grace. I'm Carmen Pate, and I'm your host for today's podcast. You know, our guest today has an incredible story of danger, of excitement, and of God's work in a country where it is so difficult to serve Him without being under threats. Uh, God shows up and allows this pastor, to do an incredible ministry in Pakistan. We are humbled and honored to have with us again today at uh, Saving Grace, Pastor Anis Irfan. And he has a degree, a master's degree in accounting from his home country. He has a degree in business management from Liberty University in Virginia He utilized his education, serving 13 years as a professor of economics and accounting. But God had another adventure plan for Pastor Anis and his family. And so here he is today to tell us about it. So welcome back to Saving Grace. Thank you very much, Carmen. I appreciate you guys having me. Oh, it is a pleasure. And let me say congratulations. You uh, just graduated this past weekend with a degree from Grace School of Theology. Thank you very much. I can say nothing but, you know, praise God. Mm. It was impossible. At, at you know, uh, there was a time when I didn't think I was going to make it, uh, but only through His grace. Oh, only yes. Only through His grace has it been possible. Uh, I am so privileged, you know, and God has kept me in a country where I know that it may not be a big thing here in the U.S., but, you know, for my country, it will go a long way. I do not know of another pastor who has a proper, you know, MABS or, you know, uh, anything master's level theology. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I feel privileged, you know, out of that country. uh, I have been able uh, to do it, and I praise God for Grace School of Theology. Yes. You know, it has been uh, their mission, and uh, praise God, praise God, praise God. We have accomplished it, and I just pray that God will use uh, all of this education to glorify His name mm-hmm. for the purpose that He has enabled me to do this. That's right, that's right. Well, you know, our mission here at Grace School of Theology is developing spiritual leaders in every nation— who can teach others about the love of Christ, a love that cannot be earned Amen. and cannot be lost. And I love the fact that that's what you do every day. You are there educating other pastors so that they can educate others. Uh, it's that ripple effect. But what our listeners may not understand is that doing ministry in Pakistan is totally different than doing ministry here in the States where we have freedom of religion, where we have protections for our health and safety and the things that we take for granted, quite frankly. 
let's talk about some of the obstacles that you face in Pakistan, because as you mentioned, you didn't think you would make it getting this degree. It wasn't because it wasn't because you didn't want to take time to do it. Was it because you weren't smart enough to do it? It was because of the uh, spiritual attacks, the challenges. Yeah. Uh, even sometimes you didn't have computer access uh, to yeah. to do your courses. So talk about some of the daily challenges to be a student or to do ministry in Pakistan. Carmen, that's a great question. And, uh, uh, you know, there truly are uh, many challenges that a Christian would face uh, in a country like Pakistan. Um, I tell you, these last six months have been so full of challenges. Uh, I mean, I've never had as many challenges in my whole life as I have had in these last six months. Uh, I'll just give you a couple of examples. Um, I think November, we had that Asia Bibi uh, issue in Pakistan and the Muslim clerics shut down the whole country. Mm. You know, and no one mm. could travel. All the roads were blocked and everything was blocked for like, uh, you know, uh, two, three weeks. Three weeks, mm. I think it was. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when that happens, the government shuts down the Internet. And uh, because, you know, for protection of people, because a lot of terrorists use the Internet, you know, uh, to communicate and uh, do the bad yes. things that they do. So, you know, the whole country was shut down. We didn't have Internet. And here I am. I had classes to do and you know how great school of theology is they want everything to be done in time and of you know course, i always course. feel so ashamed that oh. you know i never get to uh return my assignments in time it has always been uh you know a challenge for me mm -hmm. but you know there are things in pakistan that you would not find in any other country uh i feel you know and the same incident happened when in february uh there was this india pakistan war and, uh, you know, in those days, in the wartime, I think it was about, lasted about three weeks and uh, wow. no air travel on any of the countries, you know, uh, none of them would allow any country to use their airspace. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, because they were so afraid of this nuclear, you know, attack. Oh that, my you goodness. Know, uh, you know, we were, you know, no internet again. And uh, a lot of challenges for Christian people in those times. And, of course, you know, that uh, time on February uh, 14th, this bombing in New Zealand with a church, uh, where I think the mosques were bombed. Yes. And, you know, um, uh, I was told by the police there that, you know, there is going to be at least 10 churches bombed in Pakistan in one month's time. So you had better be careful. So the government came in and, you know, they installed cameras and they gave us security, which was so nice of them. Yes, it was. You know, and uh, that they were concerned for our security. But still, you know, there was a lot of uh, danger that hovered over us and we were so careful. But I think it is these times that uh, make you closer to God. Mm. I mean, that country is unique in the way that, you know, a lot of these hard times uh, where you can find refuge in nothing else but God. Mm. So I praise God, you know, that uh, he has allowed me to come this mm. far. I, I mean, I can name so many challenges. Also, you know, in January, I went to uh, on a, a evangelical trip for like three days to this part of the country, which is rather dangerous. Mm. And uh, as I was coming out of there and, you know, I tell you, I mean, God had worked his work. Uh, work and, you know, in that city, we had about 
50 people commit to the Lord Jesus Christ for their wow. eternity. And as I was coming out, you know, some uh, people who were after my life, they attacked me and, you know, they took my computers away and they beat me up and yeah. I still have a bad shoulder, you know. Mm. But, uh, you know, and praise God, I mean, there were a couple of people whom I didn't even know just emerged from nowhere and saved me from these people. Guardian or, angels. Uh, uh, I would have done it. Yes, yes. You know, I would have died. I wow. mean, I was so sure that this is going to be the last day of my life. But, you know, God saw me through that. Mm -hmm. And I am so, so privileged that, you know, uh, he is using me in a way that only he can. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, so there's so many instances, I can tell you, which, uh, you know, where there are challenges. Even the, you know, uh, nature can be a challenge. We had rains in Pakistan throughout uh, Feb, March. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, again, it rained consistently for like 25 days and wow. we had a lot of people. Flooding probably. Yeah, yes. and a lot of people losing their houses and mm -hmm. being a pastor of about two churches and, mm -hmm. you know, both of those, the congregation is like 450. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, see, as a pastor, you really have to be involved with people. And so uh, it's a lot of movement. So we help some people put their homes together, you know, and just to be with them. I wish I, I could do more, but whatever I could do, I, I did. But even in those times, again, you know, the big problem is the Internet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when that happens, uh, I fail to download my classes and to mm -hmm. listen to them. So I tell you, I mean, Grace School of Theology has truly <laughs> proven to be Grace School of to Theology. To be full of you grace. Know, I mean, if it had yes. not been for their grace yes. and the professors uh. not uh, accommodating me and mm. working with me, I wouldn't be here today. Oh, you know, and Lord. I am yeah. so grateful to God and to Grace School of Theology for yes. providing me with this opportunity, you know, uh, which is going to, I believe, change my country. Oh, I pray it will. And if I tell you what, your commitment to that end, uh, the Lord will honor that, I know. Yeah. Many, I, I think of, you know, what I, I know there are a lot more stories. I've known you now for a few years and have heard of many of the trials that you and your family have gone through. And and I, I, I'm always amazed uh, at your, uh, just your commitment to continue pressing on. Uh, you don't give up. You don't say, well, that's enough for me. I'm not, you know, you, you hang in there. Uh, and that is such an example for all of us because here in the States, I think we can have a tendency to give up on things that are much less difficult. Uh, but your focus is to, well, you have many, many missions we're going to be talking about, but your focus is to train pastors Amen. So that they can train others, so that you can plant churches and grow Amen. God's kingdom there. And you talk about how one of the challenges is uh, the the message, the message yep. of of grace. The, Amen. And, and talk about uh, talk about that issue and uh, how you go about hmm. uh, raising the interest in learning and interest in planting churches, etc. Yeah, uh, that is definitely, you know, that is my vision. That is my heart. God has called me to do it. I know that. And uh, if there is anything I'm certain of, uh, I'm certain of my calling, which is to teach uh, other pastors in uh, our countries. Uh, 
You know, see, the the makeup of Pakistan is such that, uh, you know, it's a 240, 250 million people country, 95% Muslims, 5% minorities, of whom the biggest one is uh, Catholic, Episcopalian, and other Christianity. Then there are Hindus, there are Sikhs, and some other religions as well. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the challenge has always been in these third world countries where you have religions like Islam and Hinduism. All of these are work-based religions. You know, and uh, in every religion you have to basically earn your way, uh, if you can, which there is no assurance of, uh, you know, in any other religions. Right. So uh, even the Christian people, you know, uh, they feel that if you are born into a Christian family, then you are a Christian. Oh. It does not have anything to do with your faith in Christ. Mm. And I believe strongly that, you know, uh, faith is something that also have a knowledge part attached to it that you got to know that it is Jesus Christ who yes. paid the penalty for your sins. You yes. know, so yes. this is the thing that I am trying to inculcate in my pastors. Mm -hmm. Just Two months ago, <clears throat> I did a seminar on soteriology. Uh -huh. uh, I taught basically 100 pages of Dr. Anderson's uh, oh, free grace yes. uh, soteriology book. And while I was doing that, there were about 100 pastors there. And, uh, Excellent. You know, and I asked them, you know, uh, uh, just a general question, which I normally ask the pastors there in Pakistan. And I asked them, you know, is eating pork a sin? You know, and without delay, all 100 hands go up. Oh, my. You know, so that ought to tell you something. Yes. The basic knowledge. I mean, uh, people raise their hands simply because they don't know grace. Right. They don't know right. what we have in Christ. Mm -hmm. And the, the freedom that we have, it's like in Galatians 5.1, you know, mm -hmm. Apostle Paul says that we have been set free to be free. And, uh, you know, uh, we're not under the bondage of the law. Mm -hmm. And uh, somehow, you know, uh, this is what's going on in these countries. I mean, you name it, uh, the Catholics, the Episcopalians, all of them uh, teach that, you know, uh, you still have to earn your salvation, although you may believe in Christ, but you still have got to live by the law and, you know, still uh, do good works in order to go to heaven. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're just wanting to uh, change people because yes. I believe very strongly that the word justification has not meant much to the people in Pakistan and even the pastors. You know, they don't understand what it is that we believe in. So my heart is, you know, I, I personally, I feel that you cannot understand uh, Christianity until you realize what a great uh, treasure we have in Jesus Christ. Oh, you know, that, um It's not a have-to life, but yeah. it's a Thank you, life. Yes. You know, yes. and praise God. I mean, we're, we're you know, making inroads. I mean, uh, I can tell you this, that out of those 80 pastors, you know, when I ask them, I'm going to ask you the same questions when, when we're done with this uh, seminar. And uh, after three days, I ask them, uh, you know, uh, how many people still think that it is uh, a sin to eat pork? And I tell you, only 20 hands went up. You know, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's an inroad. Uh -huh. If you yes. can get 80 people to think differently, yes. to me, that is uh, sort of like success. Yes, and, yes. you know, uh, more and more people are realizing that it's all about fellowship, mm -hmm. you know, and relationship. Uh, you know, praise God. I mean, uh, I, I really think that if you do not have uh, learned pastors who mm -hmm. know the Bible the way it should be known, 
you know, then you're not going to have a positive Christianity. Mm. And that is what we are seeing in Pakistan. Yes. It's yes. bad. I mean, uh, pastors have absolutely no knowledge of the Bible and they're so hungry for it. Mm. One thing I've realized is that all people want to know the truth. Yes. You know, yes. Uh, all people want to know the truth. This is what I've always challenged people with. You know, whenever I <clears throat> do these seminars, my first session is always on whether we want to know the truth or not. Mm. You know, good, our biggest challenge is yes. whether we want to know the truth or not. And praise God, you know, it has worked out so well. I have a group of pastors that I'm constantly mentoring. Mm. There are about a hundred of them. And uh, my vision is that God would see me uh, to plant maybe a hundred churches, to see perhaps 10,000 pastors, you know, uh, learn the Bible. Yes. That's really, a God-sized vision. Yeah, so, I mean, yes. you could uh, bring revival, true revival, into that country mm -hmm. by changing the minds of the pastors. You know, yes. it's when people fall in love with God's Word is when mm -hmm. things happen. Oh, that is that is the absolute truth. Uh, yeah. The more they know the Lord, the more they fall in love with Him. And it's His Word Amen. that helps them to make that connection. So you you talk about a hundred pastors showing up for this conference. So apparently they're they're very open. You said they're hungry for truth, and so yes. they trust mm -hmm. that you are bringing that to them. Was it difficult to build that trust, or were they quick to say, "Oh yes, I'll come" without question? Well, uh, it it took an effort. Mm -hmm. I've been at it now for like five years. Mm -hmm. uh, it was very slow in the beginning. But, uh, you know, see the pastors that come to our uh, seminars, they take back those notes and they share mm -hmm. it with other pastors. Yeah. You know, and uh, so then everyone is keen to come. They, you know, mm -hmm. thank God. I mean, it, it has all been his work and he has made it possible. And, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the work has grown. It is now flourishing. I mean, I really feel that Pakistan is ready for a great school of theology branch campus. Wow, that would be something, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah, and you know, uh, although there are difficulties in terms of, uh, you know, of, I suppose finances or other things, mm -hmm. but that is my heart. I want to see a great school of theology branch campus in Pakistan. I think it will be uh, a, bring a lot of glory to God. Yes. You know, and uh, while uh, it may or may not happen, uh, we can pray that yes, God will have the ultimate glory um, in the end. Yes, yes. Yeah. There's a lot of persecution going on in your country. Uh, the the uh, pastors who are coming together and that you're mentoring, and uh, do you see the commitment on the level that you have in that they it's like it doesn't matter what what's done to us on the outside uh we belong to the lord and we have our focus i mean how what does that look like because persecution is is so difficult yeah uh but you know your question regarding the other pastors having the same sort of commitment i really believe that once you really come to know what jesus has done for you you know and we're not worthy uh, of what he did for us, mm. I think mm. people change. Mm. And I see that commitment in a lot of people. A lot of people yeah. suffer um, because of their faith in Christ. Mm. Uh, you know, I knew of a pastor just about a month and a half ago, and uh, I tell you, he was uh, killed in front of his uh, family oh. uh, it, oh. to deny his faith, uh, but he didn't do it. 
And, uh, you know, it was one of those pastors who were, uh, uh, I suppose, a little bit open about their faith with, uh, you know, some people that they should not have been. Mm. And uh, they had to pay the penalty for it. A lot of people are suffering in that country. I mean, the level of persecution, like I told you, it continues to become severe and severe. Yes. You know, it's not uh, becoming easier. It's becoming more difficult. Yes. And uh, all the more better for us, I suppose, because, you know, Jesus said that blessed are you when you're persecuted. Yes. You know, uh, and are tormented for my name's mm. sake. Mm. And uh, I tell you, I mean, I was in uh, jail uh, just about a month, month and a half ago. And, uh, you know, uh, there's a Filipino team that comes with uh, for the youth camps that we do. And uh, we went to the city and, uh, you know, there were about 20, uh, 30 policemen waiting for us. And uh, yeah. they took us as we got out of the van and uh, took us to the police station. And uh, while they didn't beat them up, they beat me up a little. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I mean, praise God. I mean, I'm always reminded of the fact that uh, persecution is blessedness. Mm. And, uh, you know, uh, this is one of the things where I really feel that your faith is put to test. No doubt uh, You know, as because I feel that where there is no persecution, I mean... Your faith is not really put to test, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. a lot of times that may even lead to uh, easy believism and, you know, uh, all those things. I mean, what I've seen is that people don't like to, uh, you know, uh, lose their comfort zone. Right. And I feel strongly that God uses you more when you, uh, you know, let go of your comfort zone. Mm. You know, wow. And I've seen that. Many That's times. powerful world, words coming from a man who has experienced firsthand God taking you out of your comfort zone many times and bringing the pressures, uh, allowing the pressures uh, to come down. Uh, but wow, you've you've come through strong right. again and again. Amen. Yes. Well, you know, it's, it's difficult. I mean, a lot of times I have uh, two kids and the third one is on its way. Yes. Uh, and my wife and my kids, uh, now that my son is eight years old. And so, uh, you know, I, uh, I I remember that day when the police took me from my home and my son cried so much. And uh, I was so touched by him mm -hmm. crying. And But mm -hmm. I tell you, I mean, that's... And I tell my kids every day, mm -hmm. I tell my kids that we live for Jesus. Wow. And oh. that's what we want to do. Praise God with who we are and what He has made us out to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. I, I just uh, so admire your faith and am convicted because, you know, I think oftentimes, Anise, uh, I know how much I love the Lord. And I pray, Lord, would I be strong enough <clears throat> under persecution? You know, we experience discrimination here in the States, uh, but persecution, we haven't. We haven't experienced that. And I, I don't know that the Lord will spare us that. Uh, we, it's not that we certainly don't deserve to be spared here in the United States. Uh, so, you know, it could very well happen here as well. Pray, pray it doesn't. Uh, but, but I, I pray often, Lord, if we come to that point, uh, I'll need you to help me be strong. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, I think God gives you strength for it. Mm. That is when you really find out whether you believe or not. Wow. Two things I've seen, you know, I mean, it's either an American mindset mm. or a Christian mindset. 
And uh, I I say often that, you know, uh, we really need a Christian mindset rather than a nationality mindset, so as to speak. Because, you know, uh, I really strongly believe that, uh, you know, Jesus said, you know, about fellowship that uh, if you love your life, you know, uh, you're not worthy of me. Uh, If you lose it, you'll gain me. Yes. And I think those are very powerful words. Yes. I think, you know, yes. two things I've always told people whenever I'm preaching is that, the you know, the two agendas of the Bible are still the same today. Mm-hmm. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor. And, you know, to me, I love the souls of Muslim people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I really want to see them come to Christ. As much as they may have shut us up, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, the knowledge of Jesus Christ, I believe God still loves them. Oh, of you know, course. And, of course. Uh, you know, he goes after the lo- the lost sheep. Yes, he does. And uh, I, I, although we can never love like Jesus did, mm. I think we can still, in some way, show it. Absolutely. You know, and uh, it is a great privilege. There's a lot of Muslim people who would come to me, uh, you know, wanting to know about the Bible. And it is happening now more and more. Uh, on Christmas uh, um, events, we give out about 100 Bibles, mm-hmm. at least, you know, to these Muslim people that we invite to share with us yes. Christmas cake and all that. And we give them Bibles as gifts. And a lot of them come to me and we... Uh, I share with them, and it's such an honor. And, oh wow! Yeah, and we you know, hear about more and more Muslims coming to the yeah. faith, uh, and that's encouraging to hear firsthand. Yeah, yes. you know the hardest thing for them to realize is yeah. that uh, you know Jesus did it all. Mm-hmm. I can never earn mm-hmm. my salvation, mm-hmm. or I can never earn a righteous status with God as such. Yeah, because you know according to the Muslim philosophy, mm-hmm. when you die. There's mm-hmm. going to be a good angel and a bad angel, and the bad angel is going to account for your sins, and the good angel is going to account for your good deeds. Yes. And the Muslim philosophy would say that your bad deeds are always, without a doubt, going to be more than your good deeds. Mm-hmm. You know, So you're going to have to suffer for those bad deeds, and then perhaps and maybe you may have a place in heaven. Wow. And I tell you, even the heaven is a picture, mm. uh, which to me is really surprising because, you know, uh, it's all going to be about women and drinking. Mm. And if mm. that is what heaven is, for me as a person, you know, I don't want it. Right. And right. Uh, discussing that with a lot of Muslim friends sometimes who allow me to share my faith with them. Yes. You know, I have seen them, you know, really cry about... Uh, you know, the kind of opportunities that they do not have. Mm, wow. Wow. Yeah, I think uh, we, we need to have a better understanding of of what they believe before we can talk exactly. to them. And you've prepared yeah. yourself in that regard and uh, and you're ready to defend what you believe and, and to do that in, in love. And, and uh, I think it's beautiful that you invite them uh, for the Christmas celebration and to gift to them with the book that can change their life. Amen. Amen. Yes. And yes. it does. And it at least, you know, uh, convicts yes. them. Yes, 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 yes. Now, let's talk about the uh, the church plants, because as you uh, uh, are teaching pastors, you're mentoring pastors, the goal being to plant churches. Tell us about the mm-hmm. pl- churches that you've planted. How are they doing? Are they growing? 
You know, three years ago when you uh, did a podcast with me, we had three church plants. Uh-huh. And three years later, we have now 10. Oh, that's church wonderful. Plants. 10 church and, you know, plants. And I tell you, more and more, it's on the rise. Mm. And uh, there are these young guys. I had always prayed that God would raise young people to serve Him. Mm. And uh, I see phenomenal young people who are sold out, mm. you know, and they want to learn. The only, you know, unfortunate thing is that these people are like 8th, ninth, 10th grade dropouts. Okay. You know, and, uh, but I believe that God can still use them. Yes. You know, and uh, they are so much uh, willing to learn. Mm. And, uh, you know, uh, what we have done through our church, my wife and I, we always want to be a part of supporting these pastors. You know, mm-hmm. we support them with like um, $50 a month, although that is nothing. Uh, some of these have uh, wives and kids, mm-hmm. uh, but still, you know, this is what uh, they will live upon significant, to yes. serve God. That's significant. And uh, they have, some of them have uh, other jobs too, but altogether they may not make more than $100 mm-hmm. a month. But still, what I see in them is a great hope mm-hmm. that, you know, that they are willing to serve God and serve Him rightfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, so praise God. I mean, these church plants are increasing um, I've always prayed for more. You know, I've always, I mean, a lot of people, you know, uh, will get so upset. Oh, how are we going to manage the growth? And I believe strongly that if God can bring about the growth, he can also bring about the management part of it. Oh, no doubt. No you know, I mean, we always talk about living by faith and mm-hmm. not by sight. But a lot of times I think I'm convicted by it a lot of times, but that we, you know, concentrate more upon our sight than upon our faith, mm. you know. And, uh, you know, so I, mm, there have been times when uh, four people have approached me that they want to plant a church somewhere. And, you know, uh, when we want to tell them that we, you know, will help you plant a church, that means giving them about $100 a month. And I tell you, when God brings about an, an opportunity, mm. I am so convicted, uh, you know, ever to say no, wow. you know, I want to go for it because this is God's work. This and God ends up providing for God it. God ends up providing for it in mm-hmm. one way or mm-hmm. another. Yes. And uh, he's such a faithful God. He's yes. more faithful than you and I can ever be, I, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, maybe <laughs> oh, I yes. should include no, you. No, maybe. no, no, definitely include me too. <laughs> I, I, I see that every day in my life. So no doubt about yeah. it. So praise but, God. I mean, yes. church plants are wonderful. Uh-huh. Yes, uh, yes, they're bringing about positive change mm. because, see, it's like I said before, bad doctrine, uh, you know, gives rise to chaos, mm-hmm. you know, and good doctrine gives rise to abundant life. Oh, yes. And, uh, you know, this is what we're seeing in Pakistan. Praise mm. God. I mean, yes. you know, I see uh, a lot of people from the U.S. going into countries like Pakistan and mm. um, preaching prosperity and, you know, uh, and health and wealth and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. And, you know, uh, that is so unfortunate, but they've turned out Jesus into just being a witchcraft, mm. you know, and Jesus is much more than that. No, you know, I mean, he wants us. To fall in love with him. That's right. He wants us to love him. You know, and I believe that so strongly. Mm. You know, and uh, this is what uh, a lot of the people have failed to teach people. Praise God, you know, through this free grace message. What we are wanting to teach people is that, you know, your relationship with God stays because of our belief in Christ. 
But, you know, every day we got to fall in love with Jesus and follow yes. him yes. and, you know, have fellowship with him. Absolutely. And that is what about brings about uh, abundant life. Amen. And, you know, you talk about these uh, <clears throat> young men who come and they want to, to, to lead a church and they don't have an education yet. You know, the apostles, for the most part, we had <laughs> fishermen, right? Yep. Uh, we don't know if they had a, an, an, a formal education, but it's it's powerful that God is equipping you to equip them. He's you know he's he's trained you and training you. Well, I'm just uh, privileged to yeah. be a part of this big game and you mm-hmm. know uh, the vision of Grace School of Theology. I'm just you know I'm just so privileged and honored to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all God's work. I yes. totally believe it with my heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that this is what God wants us to do. Absolutely. So we're just wanting to do what little we can. Yes, you know. yes, yes. Well, I uh, so thank you for taking time today to share with our audience. We're going to have you back uh, because we want to talk about some of the other things that you're doing. Okay. Uh, youth camps and feeding centers. There's so much more. Uh, in our closing moment, how can our listeners uh, pray for you and your family, and particularly in regards to uh, your, the educating of pastors and planting of churches. Uh, uh, thank you for having me again. And, uh, you know, I'll just request you guys, uh, you know, to share our vision. And the vision is to, uh, you know, uh, evangelize and to bring about uh, a revival. Um, you know, a revival of loving God's Word. Uh, it's a huge, huge ordeal. It's a big job. Uh, it's, I know that one man cannot do it. Um, just pray that God will raise more and more people. Yes, you know, yes, we always yes. pray for abundance. Uh, you know, God is not a God of shortage. He's a God of abundance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I have a strong belief that God uh, wants to really have His way in Pakistan. Yes. You know, I love the souls of people in Pakistan. I love the Christian community in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. But I want them to know the truth. Yes. And yes. perhaps a lot of times the truth is not easy to be found. Mm-hmm. And that is what we are trying to do, you know. To provide uh, the truth. Amen. Yeah. You know, and so uh, my prayer is that, you know, you guys would, uh, you know, pray with me that we can have a grade school branch there in mm-hmm. Pakistan. Okay. You know, yes, I think that would yes. be wonderful. Although, I would pray, uh, um, pray that you know you guys can also pray that you know God would give the professors, whoever can come to Pakistan, the boldness, mm-hmm. you know, and the courage uh, to do it for God's sake. Yes. You know, I mean, I hope that that happens. Yes. You know, I have my doubts, but you know, I tell you, I, I pray for it every day. You know, I'd like to see that. I think yes. if more people, uh, you know help us with what God is doing in that country. Yes. Because I strongly believe that God can use little things and turn them into big. He truly does. And you've seen it day in and day out. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Pastor Anis Irfan. And we'll look forward to having you back on Saving Grace. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to Saving Grace. To listen again to this podcast or to access our entire podcast archive, Go to gsot.edu forward slash center or download the Grace app to your smartphone. There you will find devotional studies, Bible studies, our Grace Cafe live interviews, and much, much more. 
Look for our new on-demand teaching platform coming soon. Thanks so much for listening.